Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It is hot and sweaty Monday here in northern Wisconsin, and I'm sure it's hot and sweaty over there in Washington. I am Angela Reed here in Wisconsin, and my co-host is Shay Elliott. Oh, I have a fuzzy in my nose over in Washington. <laughs> and uh, we are the hosts of Homemaker Chic Podcast, and we are here to rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no jumpers and uh, lots of children, lots of children running around this summer. My goodness. How are you, my friend? Yeah, there's a lot of children involved in how I am right now. <laughs> it feels like the hotter it is, the more children it feels <laughs> like there are. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I've got one just walking around the house with no shirt on like, why am I here? It's so hot. <laughs> it is. It is. We really have hit, dare I say, the dog days of summer. And um, that's what we're going to be talking about today, actually. We're going to be talking about keeping our yeah. cool, ending summer on a high note, and kind of some ways that we can do that within our houses. Uh, but other than that, yeah, pretty good. I mean, Mondays are always just, they're eating an elephant, but here we are. We're recording. I got some wine within arm's reach. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too. Yeah, it's, um, it is like, I just can't, I shouldn't say I can't believe it. I just can't believe how Monday Mondays are. Yeah. That's all. And uh, if you want to feel our pain a little bit, or if you want some some moral support, then be sure you listen to last week's episodes, part one and two, because we talked about being working, work, I was going to say working ladies, working girls. Working girls. <laughs> working mothers. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsie. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, I'm excited uh, to just visit with you because it's really been mm – -hmm. we haven't talked in a few days, and we are really trying to tear it up here with summer, trying to have all the fun we can have for the next mm -hmm. six or seven weeks because it's going to go by so fast, so fast. Uh, I think what we should do, uh, unless you have anything else you want to say, okay. is uh, cue the wine music and get Kay. settled in to this here right, conversation. let's do that. So, lovely homemaking girlfriends, we would like you to bookmark this page, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And before we um, have some summer fun today, pour a glass with us, won't you? Whether that's a cup of tea or some an afternoon latte to get you through dinner time, or even a glass of dry farm wines while you're making dinner here at Homemaker Chic. That is what we drink, that is what we stock our wine cabinets with. In fact, my order just got dropped off about an hour ago. Dry Farm Wines sources wines from around the world and delivers them to your doorstep, which is what just happened here, or your local liquor store. If you live in Michigan or somewhere where they won't drop that off at your front door, these beautiful wines are sourced from boutique, family-operated small vineyards around the world and are a very chic way to fill your wine cabinet. Would you tell us why, Sherry? Well, because these are biodynamic and organic. And I actually, I want, I want to share wine with you guys today, but I went to this, this website of this winery because I wanted to learn more about it. And they use the word indigenous yeast, which I loved. 
Like, why haven't Ooh. we thought of this word before? Yeah, so true. Which means that there's no chemical mm -hmm. or artificial yeasts added. The result of which, of course, is that your body knows exactly what to do with it and enjoy it without totally undoing all that hard work that you've put into the week. And let me tell you, if y'all are working out, that's some hard work. <laughs> I am not going to undo all of that. So what are you sipping today, my friend? No way. Or do you want me to share? Okay, well, I have... Uh... Okay. No, you share. We can okay. both share. This what is, are you sipping? This is a very yeah. fun one. Okay. Tell me what you're I'm glad I did some research into why. So I am sipping a Riesling, a French Riesling 2019 called Pierre Arnold. How do you say Arnold in French? How would you say that? <clears throat> yeah, like you Arnold? can't say Pierre Arnold. Is that what? It, is but that's that what it exactly looks like? what it looks like. Pierre yeah, Arnold. You just kind of fade away <laughs> on that D a little bit. So I learned a lot about this wine actually. So tell me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Alsace. Alsace. Oh, okay, Alsace. Alsace region mm -hmm. is a mm -hmm. region in France. It's hot mm -hmm. and it's dry. And it's actually known for its Rieslings. And my first thought was Rieslings, I automatically think of Germany, which tend to be fairly sweet Rieslings. Well, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Alsace is the region of France that has gone exactly. back and forth between the two countries. Okay. So that's so where my family borders is from. Germany. So I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's like my family spoke German. They didn't mm. speak French. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, there you have it. So this is an eighth generation okay. family owned winery. It's Susanna and Pierre. They're the vignerons there. The grapes are harvested by hand. These Riesling grapes are harvested by hand, aged in oak barrels, which is actually fairly rare for a Riesling. Here's something cool that they do. And I wish I could remember the name for this, but apparently it's commonly done. And how did you say Alsace? Alsace. Okay. This is what they do. <laughs> Most Rieslings are harvested at this, you know, perfect time. You're balancing the sugars and the acidity. Well, they tend to leave theirs for at least two weeks longer in this region. So they're known for being super minerally and a little bit extra sweet. And they do this because most all the wineries in this region use these indigenous yeasts and they will only feed, they don't add any sugar, right? So they only will feed off the amount of sugar that's in the grapes. Right. So they leave them on extra long in this region, two to three weeks longer than most Rieslings, hand harvest them, age them in oak barrels. I mean, it's just all the beautiful, good things that you want for in a winery. So there we are. So it's citrusy Very cool. and green. Like it just tastes like a tart green apple minerally like it's my favorite kind of white wine so delicious yep. so cheers to monday yummy 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 cheers same wine glass look at that Ding. and if you guys would well i know mine's yellow this is the one everyone's like those probably have lead mm. you know there's a lead test you can get on amazon Heard for of your dishes yes all your old dishes i need to do that i need to do that uh yes so dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic Shay is stepping Pierre, Pierre Arnold. Arnold. Pierre Arnold. Is that what you said? Okay. Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was going to wait because my cousin is visiting uh, later this week and she is Italian. And um, I was going to wait on this, but. Say lovey. She should have got here on Monday. 
so this is <laughs> right. <laughs> Domage, fromage. Uh, this is a lumin- <laughs> luminoso, and this is one of those cool labels that's bra- mm-hmm. that's covered in braille. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen those wine labels? I like that, and I can barely read this because it's sweating so bad. Um, it's bad as my upper lip right now, but it's got a little sweetness on here. A thriving magpie in the lukewarm sunset seems to guard its treasure of golden grapes ripened in the oldest vineyard of our farm. Hmm. So, Pader San Cristoforo, and this looks like this vineyard was started in 1901, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Vermentino Toscana, 2020. Yes, please. Lovely. Yes, please. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, glasses are poured. Top that off. Oh, my goodness. Wine orders are in. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Go get you some. You get a bottle Bottle for for a penny, penny. an extra bottle for a penny when you use our link. So make sure that you do use that so you can get in on that. All right, ladies, uh, major (laughs) technical difficulties there. So we're just going to try this again a little bit. Are we going to pick up after the wine? We did our intro. We did our wine somewhere along the trail there. It got really technically bad. So, uh, <laughs> Angela's point. And vino veritas. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Angela's pouring another glass. Um, I sure am. We were glug, supposed glug, glug, to be glug, glug, glug. talking about living our best uh, last month or two of summer. Uh, maybe instead we should talk about how to keep your cool. When your blood is boiling as a homemaker, should we talk about that? (laughs) I don't know. I probably am not the best um, encouragement for that right now. Uh, Shay's received some rather violent text messages from me today. So probably like, you know, about what I could do to people if they got too close to me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So maybe we should just like try again. You were saying something about a shark, so let's just sort of go back to that. So let's just start with like get a bottle for a penny if you if you're not <laughs> drinking dry farm. Well now we really invite you to because that's kind of we're feeling our Cheerios now. It's been about 25 minutes of okay, now you try your hotspot, now turn it down. Now you have a cloud cover. What the heck? I don't know. Go get your husband. See if you can turn it down. Start all over again. <laughs> So here we are. It's just so we, bloody typical. It's just, it's, it's so, and it's so, so bloody hot. I look. I bought my. I'm gonna be like powdering <laughs> my nose while we talk. You guys really need the Patreon version of this. I'm telling. Okay, you, the sweat <clears throat> underneath my breasts is obscene <laughs> right now. I'm gonna have to burn this bra. Okay. Did you see the meme so, I posted on Instagram that said? Taking a sports bra off after a workout burns 8,000 calories. <laughs> no, I'm, I didn't see that. You're supposed to send me those privately. I'm telling you, I have been in some tangled battles with a sticky, wet sports bra where, like, I'm like this and I, I've yeah. like almost fall, toppled over. Yeah. 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 And I wear like a, like probably ones that are too small. I don't need what little I have moving around at all. <laughs> and then when it starts sticking, it's like... Uh, no. You know what I've done before? Yeah. Hmm. Is I've just... I've held my arms up like this and said, Stu, take this off, but close your eyes. Because you right, can... But from the back, You please. can never unsee you can never... what's about to go down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Over easy eggs, just oh, flapping. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Um, have you ever gotten stuck in something in a dressing room? Uh, like where you're like, not uh, that I I'm going to have to call for the, I'm going to have to call the fire department. <laughs> no. Dressing rooms are made to make women feel bad about themselves. I swear. So that they buy more pretty things to try to cover things up. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they pick like the most cellulite <laughs> looking body like, hair light, enhancing <laughs> light fixed. Like sometimes you you take off your clothes. And you're like, really? <laughs> Is that <laughs> what my bikini line looks it's, like? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's going on? It's so traumatizing, you know, because all they have to do is just bump the mirror out a little bit like this. Turn the lights down. No, but I'm saying like they can either concave or convex. Is that the opposite? Uh, It makes a huge difference. I was at a restaurant the other day and (laughs) they had a little WC in the back, right? So we're like very indoor, outdoor here. And so you have to go around the back of this restaurant and they had um, what I call a skinny mirror. And yes, I did take a picture of myself in that skinny mirror for motivation. Yeah. There you go. Wow. <laughs> There's one at a children's resale shop in Green Bay. I don't <laughs> know of these one. skinny mirrors. I want one. <laughs> well, they're, they're they're kind of concave. I think that's what happens. So when okay. you go to like a just a bathroom or something and they have one of those mirrors that should be on the wall, but they're leaning against the wall. And so the mirror kind of bends. Okay. Makes you look a little taller. And a, a little, little thinner. Skinnier. Riddle me this, Batman. It's very interesting. <laughs> Riddle me this. Speaking sure. of being skinny or not, <laughs> I have been straight up for five weeks working out. Okay? Mm-hmm. I've been doing my things, you guys. I've been showing up even when I don't want to, even when I'm on my period, mostly when I don't want to. <laughs> and I sized out of one of my pairs of jeans. Is that normal? Is it because I'm squatting so many times and lunging? Like what? Don't make that face at me. Please tell me that this is normal. <laughs> my, I could not get, I couldn't get them over my thighs. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't. Tell me if no. this is normal to, for your body to, like. Is- I don't, not not from, like, what my train, like, Dante told me, he's, like, when, that, you know, I've talked before about, like, how he's told me, like, lift as heavy as you can, because it's a lie that women bulk up. Like, you're going to tone, you're going to, like, elongate and tone before <sighs> you bulk up. So, I don't want to be, like, that friend, but I. Fine. Whatever. Five weeks sizing out. I mean, your, well, your they were, really... were kind of tight to begin with. I'll be honest, but <laughs> now they're like, maybe it's the heat. Maybe I'm swollen from the heat. That's probably what it is. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! It's you know what? It's, I just like just from taking the trying to get the sports bra off to the. I tried to put on my mom jeans that I am about to size out of them. Like, bleep's getting real around here. I don't know what is going on. Forget the COVID fifteen or whatever happened to other people. I don't know. Maybe I'm in like celebratory mode or something. I don't get it. Uh, it's terrifying. Mm. Um, but I always think about that scene from Friends where he like wears the leather pants with the isn't there like a leather pants and baby powder scene where he can't get them off? I don't the, know. The powder has combined with the something to make a paste. I know people oh. are like yelling at it right now. And okay. he's like he's in the bathroom and he can't get the leather pants off. Yeah. 
Oh, I've had to have <sighs> Stu pull my skinny jeans off before. For sure. You want to talk oh, about for an sure. awkward angle. Like <laughs> it's like a it's like a spy movie. I need an extraction. You know, like <laughs> I'll stick my legs up in the air as much as I can. You yank at the ankles. Ankles first. Ankles first. It's so bad. No, you have to like do the peel down so they just ah. go inside out. It's so bad, Shay. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're we uh I don't remember where we left off with the wine segment before uh Elon Musk failed us, but um we were attempting to talk about uh how many weeks left are really left for summer. Yes. And uh Shay was saying like she had titled this episode, which I didn't know until I opened the outline, which is now gone since we've rebooted the computers. Um <laughs> That like like finishing like going out with bang right finishing out summer or going out um, on a high note ending summer on a high note and I was chastising her that she's one of those vacation people that when the plane lands they're already making the plans for how to get to the airport on time for their departure which is not and true because she also okay. knows I don't plan anything ever that's just what it reminds me of though that mindset like to me no. I just had my birthday last week. We are still in high summer. No, and no, no. Five I'm, weeks left. Listen, I'm there with okay. you. I told you. I can't remember what is going to be clipped out for technical issues. We are planning our summer vacation as a family the last week of August. So this is when we get to go. We see Stu's whole Southern family. We get our, we scratch our Southern itch. It's very important that we breathe that Southern air. And we feel the sand between our toes and we feel the humidity in our armpits. And it's just a high time for everyone. But that is sort of our last hoorah of summer because then we start school the following week when we get back. Okay. So, so we, you do that for Labor Day? That's your Labor right. Day weekend? So this is okay. like uh, the week, be- the whole week before Labor Day. We will be in mm-hmm. Polly's Island, South Carolina. Angela's camera just gave up again, and I think I'm going to quit. So I would like to thank everybody for listening to Homemaker Chic so far. And we'll see you on the other side. I don't understand. It's hard. It's like, you know, the battery that you plug in so your camera doesn't turn off. I don't know. I got nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, So let's know for reals. Let's talk about living this up. Okay. It was a funny shark story. I'll tell the shark story. I was out in the garden yesterday. This is not the shark story. I was out in the garden yesterday. We just had our trees pruned. It kind of made a mess in my garden because men aren't as dainty on their feet as women are in the garden, I tend to find. Things got smushed. I'm out there. I'm raking it up. Marseille comes by with a whole lug full of all the different kinds of melons that she's grown. She wanted to bring me a love offering of melons. It was a lug full? like Like a lug. Cherry lug. Oh, I don't know what that term is. Uh, pl- a plastic cherry lug bin. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway, she brings me the lug full of me- melons, which is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm sweaty, no bra on, <laughs> wife beater. <laughs> oh, can we say that? Mm, I, I, I do so much self-filtering on this show, Shay. I don't know if you can get away with that one. That's not fair. If you get to say that, I get to say a lot of other things. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I thought for sure the podcast was going to burn last week. It didn't. So far, didn't. so good. I did well, get we lots of emails reviews, that were but. like, hey, let's pray for France. So I'm like, okay. Noted. Um, <laughs> Marseille comes with the melons. And I was able to just instantly be like, you know what? 
Let me go grab a bottle of wine from the fridge. Let's sit in the garden and have a glass if you have time. And so, oh my gosh. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. I got this. So we sit down in the garden. <laughs> we share a glass of wine. And I realized just the importance. Like to me, that is summer. Hey, friend, come by. Let's have a yeah. cold glass of wine in the garden. I brought out a bag of barbecue chips. We sat out there for like two hours. We just talked. We talked about the flowers. We just totally were sweaty and enjoying one yeah. another's company. And it's like that like bluesy jazz music and the heat yeah. and like the sundresses. Like I just love it. I yeah. love it. Well, we've talked before like the while I'm perspiring because we don't have air conditioning and I've got like uh, video lights in here. It's It's got to be 84 degrees in this room. And if my camera turns off, just carry on. I'll just keep turning it back on. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, we've talked before about the heat, like making you feel alive. Yeah. And I do think that's, you know, I don't think we have any listeners in Provence, but it gets really hot there. And I'm sure that's how they feel. Like the heat, like mm -hmm. it just, it's the sense of life and the cicadas are humming and mm -hmm. the grapes are growing and it's just like, oh, all the good. Yeah. We're thick. All the in good it. feelings. Yes. With thick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh. As far as finishing out these next five weeks, uh, you guys have a vacation. We are on day, ooh, today's day seven of our 30-day beach challenge. Okay. You guys are headed on vacation, rather. Um, so that's fun. Uh, I feel like sometimes I have friends where I, I have to, like, come on, come and sit. Yeah. Come and sit in the garden. Yeah. And and rest, Chill rest with me. There. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the my favorite parts about the space that we've cultivated here at the farm is I do feel like we've worked really hard to make it that kind yeah. of space where when people come, they have a place to sit. They've got something to eat. They've got something to drink. They've got something beautiful to look at. Hopefully they feel like they have good company. Like, you know, you have to work on cultivating that mm -hmm. space for people. But it is also a training Right. It's a training of your mind to be like, this is where we're at in this moment. And this is good. And this is beautiful. And is it hot? Yes. Are my boobs sweating? Yes, they are. Yeah. But here we are. And right. you know what? In February, we would give anything to be sitting out here sweating with, you know, the sun on our face. What a beautiful thing that that is. And so I need this encouragement as much as anybody. When you are in the dog days, your kids are getting a little nitpicky and like, all your shirts have armpit stains and, you know, you've kind of done the summer circle of things and now you're having to dig a little deeper to like pull out some stuff mm -hmm. to keep people happy and keep people busy. Um, it's a it's a good thing to to remember that goodness, to focus on that goodness and kind of train your mind to be like, take it all in because before you know it, it is going to be gone. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of intentionality behind that, I think. It's it's you kind of start summer and you're like, woohoo, you know, and yeah. or you're getting the garden going and you're always outside and it's exciting and new. And then you can sort of hit that wall midsummer. And then or I should speak personally for me, like this is then where I get intentional. And that's why we did create this family 30 day beach challenge that we start right after my birthday, because that's sort of like midpoint. Mm -hmm. And uh, it takes so much discipline. 
Yeah. I know like, oh, poor you. You go to the beach every day. But yeah, no, like I'm like up earlier or I'm maneuvering meals sometimes. And it's it's not like we go and pack a picnic and we're there for four hours. A lot mm-hmm. of times we just go for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just this like intentional stop working. Yeah. Uh, have you pulled the cool mom card yet? Uh, my kids would probably argue no. <laughs> what is the cool <laughs> mom card? Going to the beach? Uh, for me, it's what I'm like. They find things they want to do, and I say yes. So okay. we have the beach challenge. Um, we have some other things I'll tell you about, you know, after you talk or whatever. But yeah, it's kind of like, okay, everybody get in the car. Well, it's and it's still weird. You know, I, I keep referencing this. It's so weird because Aiden is not with us. Yeah. So before a cool mom would have six kids, and now cool mom has big kid who works all day. Yeah. Comes home exhausted and cranky and doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. And you're so, like, welcome to my life. I feel like that every day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20. Summer is here. We are line drying our linens or lounging in bed after a long day of gardening. And we are doing both of these things with our American Blossom Linens. Softer with each washing, these are our favorite sheets. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. In fact, we call them modern vintage and you need to be sleeping on them. With a process called combing, all the rough fibers are pulled out of these organic, Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful linens for your home. Invest once, because American Blossom Linens are woven to last a lifetime. That's right, invest just once and never again with American Blossom Linens. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off. Jovial Foods has been a longtime sponsor of Homemaker Chic, and we are so grateful for the good food that they add to our pantries. Visit JovialFoods.com. Jovial Foods is an amazing company that was founded by husband and wife team Carla and Rodolfo. After they discovered years ago that their daughter had a gluten sensitivity, They struck out to find grains that her body could easily digest and thrive off of eating, and that led them to einkorn. Einkorn is the oldest variety of wheat that we know about, and it's never been hybridized. It is rich in protein and has a weak gluten structure, which makes it really easy for our bodies to digest. Now Jovial Foods is the top supplier of einkorn flours in the world, and this has gone on to develop into einkorn pastas, Italian olive oils, einkorn snacks, and the top-rated gluten-free pasta line. This flour will change your baking world. So whether you're stocking your pantry with their beans, their oils, their cookies, crackers, pastas, or flours, Visit jovialfoods.com to stock your whole food pantry with these amazing products. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Homemaker Chic listeners, I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society for our summer session, a unique combination of a magazine publication and online support group. The Old World Design Society is a place for individuals who cherish the elements of a bygone era. Are you craving design inspiration or looking to skill up in decorating your home? As a part of the Old World Design Society, you'll have access to the full-color magazine with no ads, rich, inspiring creativity and education, and best of all, you will meet friends who speak your language. Enjoy a quarterly publication, print or digital, a private forum, design challenges, and more. 
The Summer Magazine is now on sale, and our private group session begins July 1st. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com, get your Summer Magazine while they last, and I'll see you in the group, and together we will create fabulous spaces. My cool mom card that I kind of pull sometimes is taking them. We have a health food store here that makes really good smoothies. Are they overpriced? Yes, they are. But mm-hmm. you can get them and you can they have a little seating area. You can sit. You can have your smoothie. I love the way health food stores smell. They have a very distinct smell. I love they it. They smell like, like alfalfa, alfalfa <laughs> and oat or something. They all have the same like – I know. Shackley vitamin smell. Yeah. It's right? very comforting to yeah. me. It's always smelled yeah. that way. It's been there for as long as I have been here. And I just, it's very comforting to me. So we go and we yeah. have our smoothies and they just think that that is so great. And I love that they're at the age where that is the cool mom card that you pull. <laughs> Let's have fun with that. Have I fun. know. Just, right. just, just lean into that shade. <laughs> for a while you can. Go drink $30 worth of smoothies. Here's one way I feel like I have to remind myself or be disciplined in just really savoring every single thing that the summer has to offer. And that is not getting lax about cooking all the bounty that's coming. Mm. Even if you don't have a garden, like you go to the farmer's market or you go to any kind of local market and stuff is in season. Mm -hmm. And dang it, like this is the time of year where I'm having, like this morning for breakfast, I had a scrambled egg, a piece of crispy prosciutto, And an entire plate of tomatoes and cucumbers. (laughs) Yeah. And that was breakfast because can you get tomatoes in February? Yeah. But they are – they suck. They're not – They are not the same. Right. And I have to remind myself like this is your – you get six weeks to eat as many tomatoes as you can possibly consume. Yeah. And same with cucumbers and zucchini and peppers and fresh onions and just everything that's coming right now. And I think – it can also be the time where you're like, you know what? I don't really want to cook because it's hot and I'm tired and we should just get takeout. And it's good to remember like, no, fill up. Like this is veg season, you know? Right. Um, I just, uh, I went, I dropped Aiden off the other day and there's a grill, a vegetable uh, grill book at where he works. Okay. And it looked really great because I love me some grilled vegetables. And I see what you're saying, but like at the same time, like I can't be a martyr about it. So I always find like there's this like three week period where everything gets real simple. Yeah. Like bean soup, quiche, (laughs) more bean soup, some carry out. And just about now for us, based on where we are with garden, like now we'll hit our like go crazy. Um, I did. I do have Jamie Oliver's uh, newer. Maybe it's his newest cookbook called Seven. Okay. And he takes seven ingredients and then makes like a week's worth of meals out of each one. So I just brought in my broccoli harvest. It was baller. And he's got a whole chapter on broccoli. So like we ate fresh broccoli for a week. Mm -hmm. Just one meal after another after another. And so it is really – I do like that aspect of like training the kids like, hey, this is – you celebrate this because this is raspberry week. Yeah, Go out and pick them, eat them, enjoy them. You want them with some cream, whatever, just do it because it's not like we're going to yep. put up enough to store. Just go enjoy the headiness of a sun-baked raspberry or, yep. you know, so. Yep. 
Yeah. I love that. I've also <clears throat> very much tried to not be a martyr about the garden in, in that if I don't have the energy or the desire even at a given moment to preserve things, I've given myself permission to just enjoy them fresh. And if there's any left over, throw them to the chickens and not feeling that that need to just bleed that turnip dry, you know? <clears throat> and it's it's been much more encouraging to be a gardener and not be like, I can't waste a single thing. And, uh, you know, because I've, I've been there and I've done that. We've done it completely out of necessity for so many years. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful, truly, for every vegetable that comes out of the garden. But I've also just been like, you're going to do what you can. That's it. And that's sufficient. Uh, I don't want to dread summer. I don't want to work myself yeah. so much to the bone that I don't have fun. That's just it. There has to be some advantage to modernity, okay? Yeah. Like, there really has to. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, a lot of us have done it, like you said, for seasons out of necessity. And there will be seasons where there aren't small children that want and need experiences. um, Right. And then you'll be able to just jam your brains out. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've actually done is start freezing fruit. I do have a lot of freezers, so I have the luxury of having that space. Uh, but I've been freezing the fruit, and I'm like, you know what? I'll make jam in January. I'll pull out the fruit. Oh, yeah. And I'll do this then. Because what I find now is where my kids are at, at least. Or, you know, you don't even have to involve kids if you don't want to. But right. here in the winter time, the roads are so bad that, like, people don't travel in the winter. No. There's too much snow. It's too icy. So if, like, if you want to go out and you want to take a day trip somewhere – this is the time of year that you do that. I love day trips. I love day trips. To me, they're one of the most fun things you can do in the summertime. So what it'll look like is we get up, we'll have breakfast, always get coffee on the go because it's just more mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets a coffee. We go and maybe we drive somewhere, at least the way we're, lo- we're gosh, where we are located an hour and a half in any direction, you're in somewhere completely different. And it's so fun to go antiquing or you're going to go to the coast and smell the ocean or you're going to go jump in the lake or you're going to go out to the desert and you're going to hike along the flats or you're going to go you're going to go somewhere, do something. Um, Sometimes I just find you need to breathe different air. You know, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean there's not stuff to do at home. That means putting aside laundry or putting aside weeding the garden and just saying, you know what, this is a season for maybe getting out and stretching our legs a little bit. Right. Um, okay. So something I've been doing uh, on Saturday or Sunday morning, rather, really early, is making a picnic, packing a picnic. And it's picnic is a generous word because <laughs> <laughs> yesterday it was like little like pita breads and salami and gouda thrown in a tub with some animal crackers. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I've been then I grab something cold out of the freezer to keep it cold and we go to church and then we find somewhere to eat lunch on the way home. And we've been doing it for a few weeks and everyone really likes it. I like it because I'm not having to like come home from church and have everybody say like, I'm hungry. I'm starving. I'm hungry, you know. Um, But it's been good for us as a family to just go do something because like I said, Aiden is working and we're not doing things together like we used to it grieves me. So we went to the bluff one week and then 
the kids all entered a Lego contest, a local Lego contest last week. And Julian uh, was the winner in his age group. So that was fun. <laughs> so they had all the Legos on display at the town hall. And they had, um, I guess, I didn't know this. Each state has like a Lego chapter. And so like all the die hard Lego maniacs in this northern Wisconsin area were there. And this looked like Legoland. It looked actually better than Legoland. The spread that these people put on, and they're just, this is their hobby. Everything's wired and electric, and there's trains going and space shuttles and carousels and lighthouses spinning. It was incredible. So we got to tour all of that and then take a picture of Julian next to his his winning uh, creation and then have our little... Pita and salami lunch on a picnic table next to the lake. And so uh, it's just, you know, it takes a little bit of effort. Yeah. Not really any more effort than I would have spent in the kitchen when we got home, but just like, okay, we're going to be out. And we call it playing the tourist because of where we live. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to go play the tourist. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we walk in town in the evening or or whatever Mm -hmm. and pretend that we're Don't you think it's great to play a tourist in your own town? I do. I I do. I remember – even the first time we did it in where we lived last time, we we were just like, oh, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Is this what people experience out in the evening? They're not at home brushing teeth and finding matching pajamas, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's fabulous. That inspires me and something I need to to definitely do more of. Um, we had we have a really great little short Shakespearean sort of company here that does plays and such. And we had bought tickets to oh. our first one. And then COVID happened and they uh-huh. haven't resumed these yet. And so it's kind of sad because my kids are at the age where you want to start exposing them to these things. And mm-hmm. yeah, playing the tourist. What a what a great idea. We have a Shakespeare, like a, a Shakespeare, uh, what's it called? Door Shakespeare. They like the kids can go to like Shakespeare camp yeah. and then put on a play at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do have a little raging to do. Can I rage? <laughs> Is it, that is it about out of the- computers and cameras and microphones? No? Okay. Uh, maybe. Okay. In, in, in a roundabout way. Okay. Okay. So I'm just a little annoyed as a mother. Okay. I'm not trying to play the snob card or anything because like I have kids, some children that are struggling to read, whatever. I'm like your typical homeschool mom. Everybody's at a different place, at a different space, blah, 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 blah. Right? However... Uh, We have something else happening here called uh, Chalk the Door. Okay, so I have little artists. They're very artistic. And they see something like uh, create your artistic creations all over Door County sidewalks. Mm -hmm. You know, how fun. Come to the library, get your chalk, and go for it. Or at least that's the way they, my little free spirits, interpret it, right? So we go to the library today, and we go to get our chalk, Turns out it's not really what's going to happen. Like, we're just imagining, like, people, like, artists on the sidewalks, like, making beautiful art and everybody admiring it and enjoying each other's creativity. Of course, my kids are chomping at the bit to do that. They're like, can you take us in the middle of the night so we can just work and not be interrupted? I mean, they're, like, very excited, okay? Apparently, it's just behind the library. Like, wah, wah, wah. Like, pretty anticlimactic. But while they're there... Uh, you know, the kids, all children took a hit last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Last year was pretty rough. 
Um, I think you said like it would have just been better for them to, I think you said this, like just take the year off. Just go be a kid. Mm -hmm. Okay. No masks, no, no pressure, no Zoom classes for the love. Just go be a child. Everything will pan out in the end. Um, so even kids here with our very small community took a hit. The library was a big part of the social experience for children. And my kids in particular loved the um, book the book challenge. So this the library has a summer book challenge. And last year it was very um, intense. And there was like a bingo. And you had to do X, Y, Z this way and X, Y, Z that way. And then you could win prizes. They were going in every week and redeeming their prizes. Ami Lee read like more books than any child in the peninsula. She was the grand prize winner. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, this year we went to enter the book challenge. I'm going to use the words very loosely. And it was so lame. They could, their options for the week are like read for 20 minutes, watch a like interactive class or something. Uh, oh, I asked the kids, sorry, I was looking for the little piece of paper uh, so I said, to see if I could tell you everything. Read for 20 minutes, watch like a Zoom class, like something, some sort of online class, um, spend 20 minutes outdoors. And then like two other options. Really, really uh, boring, I think, for our children that just spent the last year and a half logging into Zoom calls and doing online classes. Think if a library is going to have a uh, reading challenge, then why not really foster the spirit of reading and give them some specific books to read or like, hey, for a bonus, read Oliver Twist, you know, just something I was... Uh, just this just happened like two hours ago. Really disappointed as a mom to see sort of the dumbing, what I would call like just the dumbing down of children. You know, read for 20 minutes, really? Go outside for 20 minutes, really? Yeah. 20, that's it? Watch a library class, really? Could we watch something? Because I think that's what we've been doing for the last year and a half is watching something. Ugh. Sorry, I'm... Points for going outside for 20 minutes? Wow. Yeah. Aim low and miss. Aim low and miss. <laughs> I found it really disappointing. <laughs> and my kids were on the on the way home. They're like, this is so like, okay, we'll just fill out the check boxes. It's 11 and we've done all of these things. Yeah. That is lame. <sighs> Parents, just Last a reminder, just your kids aren't polishing dumb. Polishing off books. You know, yeah. your kids aren't dumb. Give them a challenge. We yes. call it a book challenge. Make it challenging. So we weren't actually, you weren't venting about the sidewalk chalk challenge. It was the book challenge. No, I segued because oh, okay. I'm sorry. We started at the library okay. and then while we were there. I just got, I got. We saw the book challenge. No, I saw your face. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I lost her. <laughs> She's gone now. <laughs> She's gone. Actually, it's not just the faulty internet. <laughs> One of the things actually that kind of helps me to capitalize on the last bit of summer is making sure that my kids do have quiet time reading. I think it's really mm -hmm. important, especially if you are taking day trips and you're doing swimming lessons and you're going to the lake and you're doing all these beautiful things. Those are good things. Always try to counter. You know, in my workout sessions, my trainer always <laughs> says for every uh, movement you do, you do the opposite. Okay. So if you're bending forward a bunch, maybe doing your deadlifts or whatever, then you're going to go back and you're going to mm. counter whatever movement to balance it out. Mm -hmm. 
I think about that with kids too. When they're outside and they're jumping in water, I counter that. Okay, now go curl up on the couch while I make dinner, mm-hmm. sink into your reading. Uh, for the younger yeah. ones, sink into an audiobook. You just get to lay there, relax, and listen. I think it's such a beautiful way to fill their mind mm-hmm. with good stuff over the summer. And us too. Go plug into a good audiobook. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of an audiobook junkie. Yeah. It's such a fest. Yeah. Uh, I got, you know, everybody's got like a fresh set of watercolors, fresh set of paintbrushes, everything to get them through that time. And then, uh, you know, Hobby Lobby has those sales every other week. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I just like, they had the puzzles 40% off. I was like, yes, yes. Perfect. Take all the puzzles. Right? They're working Mm -hmm. on a huge one that's um, Lego minifigures. Okay. A thousand pieces. There you go. There we go. See, adults also for you. Great for you as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't have kids. Um, one thing I am reminding myself to do this time of year, definitely, is after I get the kitchen to that beautiful space at night that I ideally strive for every day, which is like what we call the candle moment. Like, look, I, I mm-hmm. lit the candle. That means I did the dishes. It's swept. It's put away. It's wiped off. The gunk is cleaned out of the kitchen sink. The candle right. is lit. Okay. Kitchen is closed. Kitchen closed. That's mm-hmm. when I grab my pruners and a basket and I go out to the garden and I gather up all the things that I want to dry or hang to have for the next season. So last year I did this Thanksgiving tablescape and it was just dried flower pods and sunflower heads and mm-hmm. gourds and grasses and just all these, this kind of like naturalist tablescape. And I loved it. And I decorate with a lot of those things, particularly in the autumn and in the like Christmas time. And then January 1st, everything goes in the trash bin. It's like totally clean for the next season. Right. Um, but this is like when I'm harvesting my straw flower and sunflower heads and nigella pods. And uh, I have some roses that dry really beautifully or poppy heads or, you know, this is and if you don't have a garden, like such a great, perfect time of year. Get a basket and go out in the woods or go walk along the shore or find somewhere that you can harvest these things because that's what we're drawing from in the way that we decorate yeah. our home for the next season. And it can Definitely. be very easy to be like, it's hot. I'm tired. I kind of just want to like chill out, not do anything. Every time I go outside at that time of night, I'm just elated. The hummingbirds are out. The bumblebees are out. The birds are singing. The heat has sort of faded. And it's just a chance just to love the garden. I'm not weeding. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm not moving waters. I'm just mm-hmm. taking in the beauty of it, seeing what's blooming, seeing what I can bring inside. And it's such a it's such a perfect way to end the day. It is that it's a great day, a great time of day to do that because mm-hmm. earlier it's just unbearable. Mm-hmm. And um, I love what you said about like clearing everything out in January. Isn't that funny how you? This time of year, you're like, more and more. Hang it from the beams. Hang it from the rafters. Garlands. All the dry things. <laughs> garlands. I have so many garlands going right now. Um, we're just in the middle of our lavender harvest right now. But come January, you're like, that's it. Nope. I- Everything out. And I, I kind of go through this sparse, pretty sparse yep. from January till spring where it's just clean, tidy, organized. Yep. There's no – because, you know, as much as you love it, I've got chamomile hanging everywhere. It's just – Shedding. Yeah. Every day I sweep it up. Yeah. I don't care. And it's fine. It's fine for me until after Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's like time to strip it down and just get everything naked in the house. And then I enjoy that for a couple of months and then it's on to the next. So um, I will say too, August here is such a beautiful time to sleep under the stars with the kids, with the husband, by yourself. Like the nights are so warm and so beautiful and the stars are out and what a way to kind of savor the best of it, the height of it, really. For us, the August, like we're not even to the hottest part yet here. Right. We got, we do, we got a hall to go. Do you sleep outside, outside? Because mm-hmm. the kids and I will put out lawn chairs and like just sleep in the pea gravel. Do you, are you yeah. in a tent? Or are you no, in a hammock? In, just you, on the grass. How do you guys sleep? Like literally yeah. just blankets awesome. on the grass. Mm-hmm. And That's it's awesome. great. We can't do that because of ticks, but that sounds very romantic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always critters involved, but, you know, just one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's just part of it. But mm. you also get the little ducklings and you get the the frogs and, um, you know, it's just such a the, – the whole theme of this season was like see see the beauty, you know? And yeah. you don't just see it. It's you right. create it. You create it with music. Mm-hmm. You create it with food. You create it with, you know, setting the stage in your garden or in your home or at your property. I mean, you, you cultivate it. You know, people make things happen. Yes. And I will say, like, if your habit is to go and just pop in front of uh, Facebook or pop in front of the the TV on the couch mm-hmm. after the kids go to bed or, or if you don't have children, just at the end of the evening, this is not the time of year to do that. Like, if we could just challenge you uh, as we're talking about seeing the romance and creating your own romance, just go outside. Grab a glass of wine and just go sit in a chair. Sit on your front stoop and observe. Mm-hmm. If, if that's not something you're used to doing, use um, observation and see what you see, what you hear, how the night smells different. It sounds different. It looks different. That uh, is very magical. I have this thing about early morning and nighttime. Yeah. Because as a mom, those are two times where I'm – you wouldn't typically be outside. So to get outside during those times of day feels like such a huge treat. And there's just this magic yep. that happens. Yep. That was actually on my list was get in as many sunrises and sunsets as you can. Mm-hmm. The way our house is situated, it's part of our roof is really tall, like two stories up and part. And that same roof line is really low on the other side of the house. So you can easily kind of actually crawl up and sit up on the roof and see over the valley. And you okay. can see the river and you can see the sunset and it's strikingly beautiful. And there is something about the sunrise and the sunset that's like, I'm here for this today. I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm soaking it up and it's good and it's beautiful. And, um, you know, cultivate that. Cultivate that spirit in your house and cultivate it in your home because there's mm-hmm. so much goodness We waste so much time as humans just longing for the next thing. You know, oh, I can't wait till I'm married or till I have my kid or till my kid's Mm -hmm. three. Like till we're in this house or till we have this job. We've talked about that a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, And I see people doing that even with the season. You know, I can't Mm -hmm. wait till it's fall. Oh, I'm ready to wear a sweater. It's like you'll have plenty of time. You'll have a full season, actually. And then the season after that. And then the season after that. Like, this is the one season <laughs> where you don't have to wear the sweater. We're talking about three right. months, okay? Um, right. And I, I get the sentiment. You you look forward to things with anticipation. Mm-hmm. And that's good. 
But it's also good to check your heart and make sure that you're not wasting away what's here right now for the taking, longing for what's next. Yeah. Well, and I think I think it's pretty um, maybe cliche, maybe even as the expression to train yourself like I trained myself to to enjoy winter. Right. We moved here and I'm like, okay, I'm going to surrender to winter. I'm going to go out in the forest. I'm going to do the outdoor things. I'm going to yeah. put new eyes to this season that I've said I hated mm-hmm. for so many years. And I know we have listeners that they don't love summer. They can't wait to put their cardigan mm-hmm. on. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But but give yourself an opportunity to put new eyes to something. And if you have to do that in the morning, if you're not a heat person and you need to get up early to do that or you need to stay up late and listen to the crickets, and you know, then do that. Yeah. Or if you need to, but give you your, know, go rent a little cabin up in the mountains where it's cooler, mm-hmm. go do that. Find beautiful ways to surrender to or sit inside in your air conditioning, but eat your ripe tomatoes and your raspberries. Yes. Live it up. Uh, thanks for staying with us through that absolutely <laughs> horrendous technical difficulty of an episode. Wow. I am I am sweaty. It's not even from the heat. It's just from the nerves of making it through that. So if it's super it was odd, pretty tough. Really sorry about that. Um, yeah. Actually, Thursday when we meet here, it is season seven finale, if you can believe it. Yes, so it do is. join us as we recap all the beautiful things about season seven. Patreon. People, thank you for keeping Homemaker Chic on the air for seven seasons now. Your support it's amazing. makes this podcast possible. Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast. If you would like to show some love to the podcast and help keep it on the air going into season eight. So we'll be talking more about that. We'll be meeting with our Patreons for our patrons for our fangirl call coming up at the end of the week. So lots of great stuff happening. Uh, what am I missing? Anything? That's it. No, we'll announce okay. the uh, the time and date of the Patreon call on Thursday. So you need to be a fangirl member to join us for that. So if you would like, if you are a patron and you'd like to upgrade so you can be a part of that call, do that for sure because we will be talking about everything you'd like to hear next season and our thoughts um, about this season and the upcoming season. Thank you to all of our advertisers mm-hmm. and we will see you, see you Thursday. on Thursday. Cheers. Cheers.